What's up, YouTube? This is a preview of a Patreon episode. If you like what you hear and want to hear the whole thing, go to patreon.com backslash Bradshaw Boys and support us there, and you can hear all of it. Thanks and enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, and we've been, we've, I feel like we've had a lot of stuff to do with the rewatch in mm -hmm. terms of like, we've had a lot of guests on. We got to get to a lot of things. We got to get to a lot of conversations, and we don't always get to the voicemails, but tonight we're going to get to the voicemails mm -hmm. if yeah. you thought this was just going to be 45 minutes of us doing different presidents talking about how much they love pussy unfortunately you're 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 going to be a little disappointed <laughs> I, I, I i knew where you were going there's a some people say listen there's one weapon of mass destruction that's my tongue and your pussy right now <laughs> simple as that oh um, uh, uh, Oh Dude, my gosh. I love, I love, you know, when someone's about to do a Bush impression because it's always the most. They just squ squint, 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 squint their, their eyes. eyes and it's hey, always. What was Michelle's book called? I forget. Oh, it's going to um, use a pun. But is Obama's? it a B? Becoming, yeah. right? Becoming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, uh, that was well, easy. Well, I, um, <laughs> uh, she will be uh, becoming <laughs> she because be. my tongue will be licking Michelle's pussy. So, did Obama have a catchphrase? Like, hope was his poster, but did he have a thing that he said a lot of becoming, times? Becoming, dude. Vote, vote for me, and you will be coming. <laughs> coming. Uh, if it's uh, how efficiently this country is run, if it's possible, you will be coming, and um. Uh, I want to, uh, Bruce Springsteen and I are going to talk about the ways gonna... that we um, lick vaginas. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Can I'm you do a, a Springsteen? I'm, I'm, that was actually a pretty good Springsteen. <laughs> which is, which is j him just being like a good it's looking man, but it's like yeah. you're at, you're, yeah. you're older than Joe Biden. You yeah. just like got like your skin's a little tighter. <laughs> Tramps like us. <laughs> uh, that, was too, that was too old, I think. <laughs> yeah, dude, that is so awesome that her her uh book is called becoming <laughs> it's really good because i, I thought it was gonna be yeah yeah that's awesome can't do it. well yeah let's well let's, let's, let's listen to a voicemail let's hey, get hey, a voicemail. hey let's get moving wasn't that that her thing let's get I moving. really i really hope the first voice went, hey hey bradshaw boys <laughs> love you guys you show do you think you could do a jimmy carter kind of lingus bit for five minutes <laughs> I was I was gonna be like, ask not what your vibrator can do for you, but what my mouth can do for your vagina. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're just gonna get worse. It's Anybody have another one? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. oh my gosh, dude! Oh. I I I bet we could get Bill Clinton to call into this podcast and just be like, man, those are the good old days. <laughs> yeah. I did what? not have <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. But you know what I did do? Over and over again. <laughs> but not to Hillary. Only to every other woman <laughs> I ever met. Between the ages of of eighteen and twenty two that were working in the White House. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Oh. Oh. That's awesome, dude. The original Mister Pussy, President yeah. Pussy. I think yeah. that was him, yeah, dude. You know, you know, he warms up by licking that saxophone reed, but then he goes somewhere else. <laughs> oh man. Okay, sorry. You are signed up for a Patreon. All right, let's get to the first. Uh, let's get to the first. Um, first VM right here. Hang on a sec. Here we go. Hi boys. I'm Amy, 
aka Wendy, I'm home from Instagram. Uh, long-time listener, and I'm so happy you're going to rewatch the series again. In my opinion, the show gets even better once you know the storylines and you yeah. can pay attention to other stuff. Um, anyway, I don't really have much to say about the first two episodes, except I like Carrie and Big's flirtation. Um, but my question is, what's going to happen with the grading scale? Are you going to stick with Cosmos or maybe change it? That was it. That's a good question. That's a very good question. I, we, we talked were. about that actually when we started, and I think mm-hmm. we decided to just to just let it be, right? Yeah. Well, I, feel, I, I feel like the grading scale was a was a first season thing. It like really uh, had to do with us never watching the show before. Was the Cosmo scale? Mm-hmm. Um, but we we haven't done one since, <clears throat> and I'm not opposed to just bringing it back for a particularly good episode either. Yeah. Well, I wonder if there's a. I wonder if there's a yay, yay or nay. Instead of doing that, change it to a a yay or nay, mm. which is not like yes or no. We liked it, but if there was just like because it is, it was a good formatting thing to be like, here's the end. We do the quick roundup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I wonder if we should do change up, uh, you know, to th- to thumbs or something like that. Yeah, I like that because, you know, people talk about like this show, people just go back and watch it a million times. And I can imagine if you've watched it like 10 times, you've probably got some go to episodes where you're like, oh, I want to watch this one again. Or like, I want to watch season three again. So it'd probably be good to just be like, all right, at the end of this one, would you do that one again? Yeah. Uh, Or like, yeah, love that episode. Love to go back to that one. I can't think of an episode that I wouldn't. I mean, I know we've only seen the season series once, but I can't think of like an episode that I wouldn't ever yeah. watch again like i would like, i would i agree i would go to the ac episode we like went we put, went pretty hard on the atlantic city episode and mm-hmm. like i would watch that again and we just rewatched the baby shower and it was great yeah like there i because i don't think outside of doing the show with you guys i don't think i would ever watch the show with a notebook and like be sitting right. at like super attentive jotting down quotes from every single person uh, like I did the first and half of the second time way through. But, um, you know, I, I have recently, I do need to admit, admit this to you guys. I have watched the show several times since finishing it. Katie will put it on and I'll sit and watch some or like I'll be I'll be cooking dinner and it'll be on in the background. And let me tell you guys, it is like it is the best background show. Holy shit. It is really? so good. So good. Especially with like a little familiarity. Woo. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I mean, you, we, we've like talked about this and joked about this when we did it, but like, there's definitely been times when I have been cooking even during the first watch and I just like am standing at the stove, but watching it and it is, it's like enough that you really need to pay attention, mm-hmm. but it, and you can't really, I mean, there's always something happening there's always, it's very plot driven, but you're right. It's, it really keeps your attention as like something going on, like right beside you. Yeah. even if you need to get up and do something. Yeah. All right. Um, you guys want to hit the next one? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's hit this next one right here. Here we go. Hi, Bradshaw boys. My name is Anna, and I have a question for the first episode of your rewatch series. I would like to know if your thoughts about Capote Duncan have mm-hmm. changed, evolved at all uh, upon this new viewing of the first episode thanks so much love the show thank you 
It's a great um, question. That that was great. And so we we recorded the first rewatch episode. In one, in one word, no, they haven't. We still love him. Next one. <laughs> Next voicemail. Next voicemail. Thank you. Thank you for calling, Anna. Next voicemail. No, I think something. It was something that like we didn't mean to do, and I think that's because we didn't understand Sex and the City the show. And that's we spent a lot of time zeroing in on characters that were insignificant and one-off characters. And I think Capote Duncan was the poster child for us doing this. And we didn't really pay attention to him as much this time. I think it was just more fun for us to be like having gone on a journey with all these characters, having seen multiple season arcs, knowing their heartache, their heartbreaks, moments where they grow. It was just like really fun to revisit them. And my inclination is that on the entire rewatch, we're going to spend a lot less time uh, analyzing one-off characters and a lot more time breaking down the main characters who we've come to know and grow with and love. Yeah. And I think, I think having said that, cause that's totally true. I think it's like a testament to the, the comedy of the show that, and, and the casting that like, um, I mean, think about think about the job of a casting director, which is like you have to crank through and cast a hundred small roles over the course of a season. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the level of quality of of funny, well written small characters, I mean, that's mm-hmm. just like pretty incredible that that there's so many memorable people. And I guess like um, people like Shmuel and Skipper to some extent, but like. Uh, the guy that like licks the face, all those boyfriends are just such great one-off characters mm-hmm. and they're quotable and they're funny. And they're, sh- mm-hmm. they're, there's some people that have like six lines that everyone in the world that watches the show through one time, like remembers. And, yeah. and I think Seinfeld, it's the same way. Like there's so many iconic like single episode characters. And so I think for a pilot, it, it is just really, it was really fun to watch that. And then also there's just this guy who's the absolute, what's the word you always say, John creature. He's a creature. creature. John, that's like a, that John's word for creature is, I feel like similar to, it's hard to explain what it means, but it's like, it's like when some people would be like, what's a fuck boy. Like a creature is just like, what would you say is a creature? Capote Duncan, just like, yeah, really? like, like the, they have their, they are a primordial being. They operate solely on base, like what is base under, desires underneath. Yeah. The yeah. base desires and base desires only. And like, there's nothing wrong with that because I feel like we have all, we have them all, but we hide those urges and creatures don't. Mm. If you order, if you order wings, mozzarella sticks, and and potato skins before you and you're planning on doing an entree and a dessert yeah you're a creature that's a creature creature and And so i think i'll call it a creature report which is from the hit tv show octonauts if you have kids creature report creature Creature report report. creature report creature report um anyway uh it's a great song and yeah he capote duncan Mm -hmm. is definitely a creature yeah. And so I feel like that that was my justification for it, that it's like this is a really relatable. There's some of those guys like we are just really funny, quick uh, representations of guys that like we we know and like I think exist in New York City. And so that's like one of the reasons why we zoned in, because they were well cast, well written, funny characters. But uh, but I think we have some 
<clears throat> we have some other things to cover on the rewatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Uh, real quick, rapid fire. Besides Capote Duncan, name one other creature boyfriend on the show. I'll, or, or girlfriend. I'll say Lexi Featherstone's a creature. Yeah, definitely a creature. I mean, she died, but Lexi Featherstone. She um, was a creature. She was, yeah. Not a bird, a, that's for sure. Who else is a creature? Mm. Um, what about the guy in season one that Samantha... He she goes home with him and then he opens it, opens his closet, and he's in bondage gear. Okay, <laughs> creature. Uh, I don't know it's if I'd ju- award him the title of creature. I was gonna say it's not a judgment on what he does. It's just yeah. that he 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 like is like with the speed go. at which he introduces yes. it is a bit creatureish to me. That's yeah, yeah. What yeah. about is Ray King a creature, the jazz guy? <laughs> nah, man, Ray King's just he's just living in New York before ADD medicine was mainstream. That's a good point. He's a jazz guy. Jazz man. Dude, big can sometimes go full creature. Dude, big goes creature for real. Yeah, when he erupts when he erupts out of the hot tub like an orca whale. Like a like a like a Soviet era submarine bursting forth from the sea for the first time. Yeah, and it's like, how is your wine not not? There's not water in your wine. Yeah, does Miranda go creature ever? Yeah, anytime Miranda's, she eats, Miranda's like full id sometimes. Yeah, no, when she when she's eating the cookie when out of the eat, yeah, when she's garbage, when she's eating creature. shit out of the garbage, or when, when she, she just devours the "I love you" cookie and is just like, I gotta destroy she goes this. Full creature on the uh, on the uh, construction workers. Oh, she she's goes, like, yeah, I want you to fuck me, just fucking, and they're like, whoa, lady. I mean, yeah. that's right. That's a good good creature. Like, I think she 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 did the right thing, but yeah, yeah, she goes. Dude, that's biggest creature, that she, biggest creature in the whole show. Who? Freaking hot dog. The, the hot dog guy. The sandwich guy? Yeah. Eat me. Yeah. Eat me. He is. Eat me. Or I, think it's up to, I think it's fucked up that Miranda will eat uh trash cookie a cookie out of the garbage cake out of a garbage, but she won't just lick a guy's butthole when that's his thing. <laughs> the runner guy? Yeah, next voicemail. Let's go. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to defend that. All right, next. All right, this one. This one we're we're getting. We're uh, this one's a little more serious one, I think. Hey, Raja boys. Um, I just saw your tweet about uh, the monogamous. We need to know if you were running into someone you're dating with someone else. And this isn't exactly like the answering the tweet, but I uh, have a story that I think you guys might like. Um, so basically, like a year or two ago, um. My friends and I saw our other friend's uh, boyfriend on Tinder, and so uh, we told her about it, and we were like, we have to just break up with this guy, and uh, she ended up telling her parents about it, and her father was like, oh my god, no, that's fine, like, I do that all the time, I just want to see what's out there, you know? And we we're like, oh my, like, and she's like, yeah, like, so, you know, if my dad does it, like, it's fine, and we're like, well, if your dad does it, like, you and your mom need to get out of that relationship, and we're just, that was just a bad thing overall. And yeah, I just went back overall. Um, and I love the pod. I love you guys. Bye. Wow. Oh Whoa. my gosh, that is insane. I can't agree with her more. That's like the um, the 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 scene where the guy's dad grabs Charlotte's ass at the yes. wedding. Yeah. Totally. Totally. That oh is, my gosh. That is, uh, Kevin, that, you and I talked about this, but like I I don't know if there was I know like what an you're article you read. You know what I'm going to say about what? how the inter- about how the internet like connects more people and like ends up creating more more um infidelity and no, like i was gonna oh. say something else but i like well, that yeah I, it's the thing we've talked about before where it's like because of 
because of the age of being able to like get in touch with exes and stuff, more people do the thing that they're like, Oh, I just want to see what's out there. And it Mm. creates more problems. Whereas like 50 years ago, in order to do that, you would have to like, hire a private detective or something yeah, to like to go look track go, people down or, or you'd hire a private detective to go look at girls butts and then come <laughs> back and report to you what you saw exactly. so, like, so i was at the park that's like how you cheat i was at the park and there was a lady with a juicy rump and then and i saw another lady with with an another juicy rump and they're like I snapped, right. th- I snapped this picture. Come into the dark room. <laughs> In 45 Pictures. minutes, you're going to be very turned on. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Some older person's like, that's not how we cheated back then. We're like, yeah. ah, pretty yeah. sure I've seen uh, a movie was, or two. We were just mostly... at Woodstock and we went from one dick to another. It was really quite simple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, what, what I was going to say is like those sorts of stories make me really sad. And I'm like, we make, we make like pretty vulgar jokes on on the podcast or not vulgar, <laughs> but like openly sexual jokes. And if someone uh, made it through our opening 10 minutes, I don't think you need a preface. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, totally. What I was going to say is like, it comes from a place of like, I, a, a place of like love and respect towards women and humanity in general. And I think that was modeled from like a good dad who treated my mom with respect. And also like, I never heard my dad ever even even the, the the only thing my dad's ever said is like he's been like man scarlett johansson sure is cute he said that like three times so i know mm-hmm. he's he's thought far worse but um <laughs> but like he's he's never <laughs> but he's he is just to you. Uh, just like i don't know a model of like uh, everybody has thoughts and feelings and stuff but i do think like if you start like making jokes about like oh look or like the leering old creepy dads. I mm-hmm. remember just being young and being thankful that I didn't have the dad that's just like oh because then you get to a certain point and you're you know they're thinking with that about like your friends in college oh, and just yeah. being oh you know yeah. about Rochelle boy oh boy and yeah, like totally and that just bums me out because even if those people aren't cheating which they probably are at some point mm-hmm. that's still it's like that's like what. And I could point this back to myself and what unhealthy things do I do that I should work on? But it's like what you have so much time in the world and you're going to spend some of it on Tinder seeing what's out there. Like what a fucking sad use of your time if you're in a relationship, (laughs) you know, when you could be trying to connect more deeply with your partner or work on yourself in other ways to just be like, see what's out there on Tinder on an app. You can you can see what's out there by just going to. Out into the world and yeah, looking to, at people and taking a subway ride. Or go to getting the a private store. detective with the dark room. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even understand this need to like see what else is out there. Like, like, I don't know. Like, I think it's, it would be, it would be a lie to not admit that there's other beautiful people in this world. And I think some of the beauty of a committed relationship is being like, oh, that person there is very attractive, mm-hmm. but. I choose to live my life with you and I choose to love you and give you all my attention. But I don't think that that equation, the calculus doesn't work by being like, I'm on Tinder just to see what else is out there and still like be committed to you. I think it's just like you are essentially looking for a way to cheat or be unfaithful or you're putting the person on Tinder above your partner at that point. And I think that's where it gets like upsetting. 
Well, and yeah. I think that's a cycle that will always continue because the person on Tinder, you don't know, and you are, yeah. you're basically like, that's your fantasy that is like, they're perfect. And then you get to know that person and then you're like, oh, they're a real human and mm-hmm. they have flaws. And so now I want to see what else is out there. Exactly. Like, yeah, do you yeah. know what, you know what else is out there? People that can't see through your bullshit and you don't have to stand <laughs> yeah. up. You don't have to stand up to their resistant resistance to your qualities that may need changing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like once like totally. somebody knows, like the second you, you start dating anybody, they think you're awesome in every way. And then the same things that they like about you after a few years are going to annoy mm-hmm. you. And so totally. it's like any, any that, and that's not like what makes a good relationship. And then also, so I think, I think to like, I don't know, that's just like a behavior. I would just be like, I can't, it's hard for me to think of a single healthy thing that would do to your brain over to here's strengthen a, your relationship. I want to take this question to the next level though. Okay, so so that is, we have the dad, and that's obviously, it's very interesting because he didn't even like try to hide it. He was obviously like, this is very normal. Mm-hmm. This is a normal thing to do, right? Um, and was, was that the dad of the boyfriend or the dad of the daughter? I think it was the dad of the daughter because she was saying like, not only do you need to get out of this, you and your mom need to okay. realize like this is what's going on. My, yeah. my original thought process was like, if it was the dad and then the son, I was oh, going right. to ask, can you really hold the son account? Like, can you blame him? Because if right. that's the light, like if that's the father figure that he has, but also like for the daughter, is it like, do you think she is with someone like the guy she is with now because she's seen that modeled by her father even subconsciously like even subconsciously i mean that there is an interesting thing where you 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 bring up a really good point and it's it's that are you attracted to things that you don't even realize that come from a place that's mm-hmm. really close to you you know and so mm-hmm. maybe it is that she is subconsciously attracted to something going on with that guy that's just like her dad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe so. That's so sad. That makes me it's really, really sad. It's really sad. But I think that like the thing that we have said is like, no matter what it is, now that you know that information, like that's not going to go anywhere good. If someone's right. like, I just want to see what's out there. It's like, no, yeah. you, I mean, unless that you have all these things need to be in the light. And if you are finding this out and you're like, we didn't, agree about this like we were exclusive whatever then it's like yeah that's that's not gonna that's not gonna go anywhere good if that's something you have not talked about before that's mm-hmm. yeah that would be the only caveat that i have to that and i think you're right Corey. that it's like the openness to it if 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 i could see if like if i don't know if you do that together or if like you it's it, it doesn't sound like a lot of people do that completely openly which means that it would happen it, it would it would be making up something fulfilling something that like you can't admit to yourself and that's where i think the unhealthy thing comes from i bet there's a way if you're like with some friends that you look and and you see what's out there cuz i've done that with couples that they're like i've never been on apps like how do you live right. in this universe and that is different than like being alone, just like looking at girls wondering like, 
what ways your wife doesn't measure up. <laughs> well, I think a way uh, it, we'll move on in a sec, but I want to ask John because he is in like the longest committed relationship, but like, like, I mean, I, it's, it's interesting that that caller had said, you know, that was in response to our tweet from the monogamous episode. Cause I would say from my knowledge of the three of us, like we would, we would line up as monogamists in mm -hmm. the way that we've done relationships. But it, it seems like there needs to be something between what is a private life when you're in a relationship. And I'm asking you, John, cause you're in the longest one of us having a private life or an internal life and having a secret life. Mm. And like, if there is, how do you differentiate? And which one of those involves bees? Which one is the secret life of bees, John? Because they're interesting. And that was a novel. Wait, so what's the question? So I guess the question, I, I don't know if they have a question. I think it's just like, I think that some people would say like, you know, well, I, you know, like, I kind of have, I mean, it goes to your like, I guess that's your secret single behavior in the show, but some people would no, be like, like I, think, I, I have a thing where it's like, that's my thing. Like, I just want to see what's out there. I'm not going to do anything about it. And it's like, is that harmful if you're going to do that? I think it is, but yeah, but I think my how gut open reaction, can you be and how, how much can you be your own person when you're in a long-term relationship? Yeah. My gut reaction is that I don't think having a secret life is, is healthy. I don't think you should like have, you shouldn't be doing anything that you need to keep secret. Yeah. You can have things that are like private and like they've, they've never come up, but you'd like definitely would, would talk that would discuss them or like are very comfortable discussing them. It's just like, this is, this is my thing and it's never come up. We've never talked about it. Uh, but it's, it's not like something I'm intentionally hiding from you. Or there might be something like things that Katie does. And I can't think of an example off my head where it's just like, I don't need to know about that. Like, yeah. I guess the example would be like, she journals every single day. I've never once opened her journal and looked into her journal. I don't think she's writing anything in that journal that she doesn't want me to see. Yeah. I think she would show it to me all, but that's her life. That yeah. is her thing. And that's her space. And I would never, ever want to open that up and read it and, and have no desire to. And, and like, she should also never ever feel the need to show me if she doesn't want to. And I think that that's completely healthy and normal. Uh, if she were on Tinder looking at, looking like at other guys, I'd be like, what the fuck? But, um, yeah, you know, totally. That's us. All right. All right. Uh, moving on this next one, the Bradshaw boys stars, Corey Cavan, John Sieber and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>